I gotta warn you guys, I'm not funny oh. or interested. <laughs> Don't worry, neither are we. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. This will. This we is good. I hear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, we don't say that about ourselves, well, but other people say that. It's not funny. Us. I just think that we're not funny. Specifically, me. And then listening back to the show sometimes, I'm like, oh, gosh, gosh, if we could just. I'm just saying, if you're expecting me to like bring some personality or levity to your podcast. Wait, nah, there's way too much personality. We'll work around you. It's good. No. We'll carry you, Evans. Don't worry. Yeah. The, the recording engineer is not supposed to have any personality. <laughs> Can't stop the signal, can't stop the noise. Wait, what's the format? Do we start already? We're just, the the format is soft intros. Yeah, yeah. It was, we, no, wait, really? Did we start already? Usually it makes itself known in, in the course of recording, but let's. The quality of yeah, soft intro you're not generally supposed to ask. reveals Jeez. itself. It's like saying Candyman. I kind of have control issues, and I want to know if we started. Oh, okay, yet. yeah. <laughs> it's, I think we're there. I think we've made it. This is it's safe to say the that most meta beginning. We're in. Have you, wait, have you put the headphones on? Yeah, you're, we're there. We're there. We're on. Dude, once you put the headphones on, you've It's like started. a whole new world. Welcome <laughs> to, to a whole new world. But you can't stop the signal. Uh, season four. We're going to skip season three, right? right yeah. yeah, this is the uh, the silver silver anniversary. Should I just I know you hate when I play the theme song live, so I should probably just do that later. Yeah, you should. Out of the gate, you should. Uh, you should play it live and then delete it and then put it in later. <laughs> as long as it makes more work for me. It, it didn't it's sound right. I just yeah, here we are. A well, silver anniversary, back. episode silver. twenty-five. Woo-hoo. You can't stop the signal. It's almost like we're getting grays. Season four, four. Yeah, I think you said right. I don't. The season delineations have been marginal at best. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. really know where they are. It's it's like the Australian versus the American ACDC reissues uh, track. track it's se- just like the that, track actually. sequencing of our our episodes may vary by continent. We should probably tell people who we are, huh? Yeah, sure. You you tell people who we are over there with uh, the agenda. <laughs> Conan Neutron. Woo! Yeah. To my left with the wooting, Jacob Mouse. Minhua. Minhua. Native. His land. Remember that time that you choked and you used your real last name? Uh, who, who, it's just you. You guys choked and used my, no, used we my real last name. Did we? It was our fault. Yeah. It wasn't me. I didn't say my real name. I don't listen to this show. That's my name's <laughs> Evan Gritson. Fuck. That's Evan Gritson. And in the top floor of the You Can't Stop the Signal Studios, we are Woo! very, very, very pleased Woo! to have amongst us, amongst us, among us, Mr. Scott Evans. <laughs> Wait. Whoa, whoa, people, calm down, calm down. He will be sending autographs later. Did we start yet? <laughs> we definitely started. <laughs> That's a real long applause drop. I think I don't. Th- I don't think that was my original applause drop. But I- keep it. Good. That's like yeah. Keep it going. Ooh, yeah, keep, keep it going. People so, really like you. So we started. Yeah, yeah, no, we've <laughs> not yet. Started. We still got 15 minutes. We're warming up. Jeez. Okay. That we explains. have started. This is you can't stop the signal. It doesn't imply that we're into a material, but we have started. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the format. Scott, thank you for coming in. And Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah this, thank you very it's much a for pleasure. being with us. It's always a pleasure to have uh, talented folks. Do you want a beer? And uh, uh, yes. <laughs> But we started. <laughs> we wanted to get an honest take from you on that. We didn't want to dilute the product of whether you wanted a beer or not by asking you before you got So, it. we're going to start with the tough questions. Do you want a beer? 
I already answered that. Are we? Did we start? Is this? We, <laughs> we have absolutely okay, started. Right. We it's have going. indeed. Yeah. So Scott Evans is not. Do you guys a- edit your podcast, or do you just take them like raw, straight to MP3? Ooh, baby, I like it raw. It's already up, and the comments are universally negative. So, no, yes, I'm serious. Do you goes. do any editing? I'm there's curious. There's a little bit of editing. Yeah, there's a little bit of editing. Usually, there's a lot of ums and uh edits. Okay. Conan tries to make our guests seem more. See depends more on what like what season you're talking about. There's you know, there's a there's lot of edits early on. Yeah, we we kind of run it more like a traditional radio show now. <laughs> traditional radio. Traditional. Show. Look at this fucking guy. Traditional well, podcasting show. <laughs> traditional radio show where men are married to trees. Well, is that like a traditional radio show like on like a sports call-in show or like a NPR thing? Yeah, NPR it's mostly sports content. More of a choose your own adventure <laughs> show. It's sports content if you talk about the guy that has the least interest in sports and makes the most sports analogies, a.k.a. Well, going to neutral. You do like to make a lot of sports analogies. I'm just saying that like an, an NPR kind of thing, well, it, it's they that, do a lot of It's editing. like that, but classier. We've already raised our voices a little more way droll. too much for NPR. Yeah. Right, and then there's musical breaks as well, uh, and so it, it's done like a radio show, and there's, there's very little in the way of content editing unless... Something just totally shits the bed. There's which, very little in the way of, course, of content. There's very little in the content too. Hang on, I'm gonna. Are you gonna clip your <laughs> fingernails, maybe, <laughs> on the air? Is that <laughs> what you're thinking about? For uh, those that cannot see the live stream, there, of does video. that sound better? Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah All right. Was that? Yeah, yeah. Did you turn the suck those button off pipes. on that microphone? I just did a little audio engineer. <laughs> it's important to note. <laughs> nice. It's important Sweet, to note, dude. That uh, Scott Evans brought in his own microphone at my behest. He d- doesn't just walk around with uh, how, how expensive is that mic? Is that like a this is like a seven thousand dollar microphone? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You've <laughs> clearly not listened to our program before. <laughs> <laughs> Fair though. This I mic did... this mic costs two hundred twenty five dollars. Well, all right. So I I looked at it this way that this show that we normally run we run with mics that that we have available for the show and for the studio, which some of them are good and some of them are bad. This thing's pretty nice. I like it. Less less than terrible. And uh, it it occurred to me, like, well, Scott's an engineer. He has access to lots of great mics. If he wants to bring a mic, maybe that's a thing that he should do. I mean, you didn't ask, but if you wanted to buy podcast mics. This is, that's, is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Because really, and, and again, we're, we're just, we're just opening it wide with the meta content for this episode, I guess. But, we really just kind of what's that? No, no speaking to myself. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were going even more insular than this conversation yeah, that was. concerned just the four of yeah, us. You like wanted the, to have a conversation was, well, just it, with we're you. We're talking. We're getting meta on meta on meta, and I was like, you know, meta that's fucking, on meta. I'm that's a great myself. Anvil song. I was, anyway, uh, what so, I said to myself was, I should put my beer down because I'm sitting here like instead of like chiming in, I'm like sipping my oh, beer. I, I like drinking. All right, great, great. But that means, but you're you're the drummer. Yeah. I got the thirsty, drum- like not even just in the way where I'm like a sad old drunk thirsty, but just like there's nothing to drink here. I've been watching this show for like for like seventy like, minutes. Who the fuck is thirsty. talking? <laughs> that's me in the past. Oh, that's that's past Evan. And there's I- been discussion of using chimes to differentiate that. It hasn't really taken root. Uh, is there an agenda for this meeting? Oh no, <laughs> absolutely not. No, it's it's very free form. We'll 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 get to the well, content. Well, we're gonna that's- joke around for about. Ten more minutes, and then, and you then get to talk we'll probably start to talk about how the format is making you uncomfortable. Fuck, take after an hour. That. Yeah, take an hour, man. Yeah, you should do the chimes or something so people. <laughs> <realize>. <laughs> well, there it is. Sorry, oh, it's, wow. Remember oh. the thing we talked about two minutes ago? That's I did very that. magical. Did that, yeah. Pretty much dragging the microphones from our quote-unquote studio for our alter ego of the rock from band. Our quote, oh, unquote, yeah, yeah. From band. our quote-unquote band. 
Yeah. Music, I get it. Music rock combo of And sorts. drag these in here. And you know, some of them are good, some of them are bad. And it's the kind of thing that really fascinates other people that are into podcasting. Otherwise, I think it's not that exciting of a topic when and we I'm have such an podcast. exciting guest. Yeah, let's talk about our guest, please. So, so Scott, what's your sign? So what are you promoting? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate this show. I just You're not the only one. Promoting my <laughs> brand. <laughs> lifestyle brand yeah. it's like a tired old guy brand so you're gonna do kind of like a swagger coach thing yeah it's like a sad old man branding thing like if i could get into that i like it, that jeans, you have coats <laughs> there are jeans but they're a little bit too high-waisted i feed maybe. pigeons but i don't feed the red pigeons who's that that's me. Oh, this day and age, bro. I got a text. Is that cuckoo clock? But then what am I listening to? Yeah. Come on, dude. You all just right. let people all over the world know how lame your text message sound is. So Sorry. I'm getting blown up. They ain't. <laughs> <laughs> they jealous. I don't care. <laughs> Why don't we hear some music? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna play a song by a little band called Colin Walt City. All right. Mm. Sound good? Who? Good with that? All right. Could good. be topical. It's got a nice long. <laughs> oh. Jokes.
All right. Cropsies by Lake. Dude. Unlike the mouse. Like, like the the death. The song Cropsies off of the album Cave Jenny. Out of Milwaukee. Out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Great fucking band. Before that, we also had Annandale by a little band called Kowloon Multity. Also an awesome band. Deep cut. Featuring. <laughs> Featuring Mr. Scott Evans. I'm not going to do the, the applause, by the way. No. But you can you can imagine. Well, I say we, I mean, even though it's like a two-hour show. I mean, okay, I'll do it. We can't. F- can't blow Scott all Evans, time. ladies and gentlemen. Scott Evans. Bring it down. Bring it down. It's literally. People, people. Literally He's going to be here all night. Let me get this off my chest. <laughs> when I was a kid and they asked me what I was going to do when I grew up, I said I'm going to be that turns on the applause meter, but now. You know, the, the shit, you don't have, you know, like, laugh tracks The machines anymore. do that now. Yeah, you know, it's That's like... That's totally it's, not the same applause drop, because that is, like, really long. But <laughs> I grew up hilarious. long ago when I thought, you know, that was a viable job option, but... Nope. Anyway, Like Like the, the, dream the, of the, the 80s. Death is a great band with a very cumbersome name that... Seven, I, seven Mary Three? Oh, fuck. Fuck off with that. Jesus. Seven Mary Three die blind. So, Scott, during the break, where we had a great conversation that's much better than this. <laughs> Just trust us. <laughs> trust us. It was brilliant. The level of discourse awesome. was much higher. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, you don't get to hear band that. names. And specifically, uh, you, you alluded to a thing that I thought was, was an interesting, actually kind of a, a bit of a callback to you know, an earlier bit that we had. But what, what was it you were talking about? I think we about? were talking about creating a regulatory committee uh, to approve band names. And, you know, so just... Hmm. You can, you can start a band, but you gotta. You have to submit your name proposal. Yeah. And, and then give it would, a list, list of five. What are the credentials of uh, being part of the board? I just if you're me or not. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you and a couple of your clones will yeah, help us I, chose our, uh, Scott chose. Evans one, Scott Evans two, so and the, Scott clo- Evans the clones three. will Jones. still sit either side. You'll sit in the top echelon. Scott Evans with, two with the gold robe, and they will I'm wear good silver robes. So I think I could probably just write some scripts. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can make an app for yeah. that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a quick noun verber test if your band is named noun verber. Out. And they just walk in there and they're like, hey, bro, scrotum totem. Approved. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And then uh, the, the app that has a scrot scrot toter? No. Disapproved. Scrotalicious? Yeah. Not cool. No. Well, the what app- year is it? Scrotalicious. 86. <laughs> Approved. I was going to say, they're playing Trouble Funk and like Fishbone maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Scrotalicious. That's, oh, that's rotten. The neon's about to be room. huge, so Scrotalicious is actually like wearing like, you know, hammer pants before hammer in a way, you know. It's like it's you know. But it was punk rock. Parachuting for punk. The callback to the thing the that's pre MC Hammer story. The callback to this thing that's that's way further back and now is not gonna seem relevant at all was that the app would be a Scott Evans is just Andre Zivkovich most mustache. Oh God! I've actually got the Scott <laughs> Evans app. It's, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. You got the Scott? Which well, which which version? Uh, I don't really go for the updates. I wait till they get all the updates uh, right. Good idea, man. Let update, someone else beta you know. test that. I'm trying to think of a funny thing to say. I download the Soul Patch <laughs> version right away. Good luck. I've been doing it all night, and I'm just yeah. fucking. I'm Soul Patch Scott Evans. Swing and a miss. Who are you? Oh, I'm Soul Patch Scott Evans. Oh yeah. All right. It's just like different Scott Evans with different facial hairs. Because you have rocked a, a pretty hefty. Uh, we beard. like to delve into visual radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> quite a bit on our audio only sure podcast. Sure do. To finish my point. You have a lot of different facial hair, and you uh, are clean shaven now. I am. I Which shave. is probably the kind of riveting information you can expect from You Can't Stop the Signals. Signature in Where we style. talk about facial That's hair That's the kind most. of scoop we're into. That's and as, now that's you as interesting have as it gets no facial me. hair. Back to you, Evan. Wow, we were talking about the creative process and the human soul and interesting things during that music break. How did we get on facial hair? Yeah. Well, it's mustache march, so you know what I mean. It's easy. It to was just there. Movember, really. Mustache march. <sighs> is, is that a real fucking, thing? Every fucking month has a mustache theme. Jesus, I don't know. So that song that we played was, uh, notice how you got the fuck out of that bit, is uh, Gambling on the Richter Sale is the name of the record, and that's the first song, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, that was uh, our previous LP, which I think of as our second record. It's your second, it's your first full length, but your second record, kind of. I mean, yeah. how, would you, how would you describe it? For I, the, I, I'm using air quotes for those that cannot see me. I, I call it our second record. Right. Because that Turk Street EP, to me, that counts. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's definitely widely loved and sort of help do a statement of tent to show what you guys are and yeah, who you I don't are. Know. We certainly put, nothing to be we released it for real and it's a record and you know. It was our first record. That works. And it's that was the one I'm trying to remember is that the one that came out Gambling on the Richter Scale came out on like in like December, or am I thinking of the one after that? That was the one after the one that. After that. Okay. The container ships one. Right. Which is great. And I, I normally by the way I think one of the hackiest interview questions you can ever ask is, so how'd you come up with your band name? But I think you guys actually have a really fascinating name because the actual Kowloon Walled City is a, a fascinating It is locale. a real place. Yeah. yeah. Well, not anymore, right? It's, uh, That's right. It got torn down. Oh, wow. Uh, but can you speak a little bit to the actual Kowloon Walled City? I can speak a little bit to it. I mean, the actual Kowloon Walled City was this weird... <laughs> it's almost like these vertically stacked like containers, right? It wasn't containers, or no, was but it was it was it was like, like this housing lawless s- tiny tiny city in Hong Kong that was not claimed by China or I guess Britain. It was and kind of a, a no man's land of uh, who owns this? Yeah, and nobody. So it's nobody. Wow. So you know, prostitution and gambling and drugs and Crazy. very organic. And I guess and the photos of it are just uh, to uh, again allude to the, the amazing visual nature of our program. <laughs> Are worth Googling. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Because like, it's fascinating to look at. There's a really amazing photo book on... Uh, this photographer visited the Kowloon Walled City before it was torn down, and the photo book is incredible and definitely worth seeking out. And so I, I think the thing that grabbed uh, me and us about it when we first heard about it years ago was that it was the most densely populated right. place. Because people were literally living on top of each other. I mean, like, just I like... I want to know what that means, literally... <laughs> Living on top of one another. <laughs> no, I don't. It's, it's effective misuse of the word literally, where I actually mean figuratively. <laughs> I, I don't think they were literally living that way. Um, but for a brief period. Just in a stack. Uh, <laughs> language, you have undone me again. Thanks, Pass Conan. Chime. <laughs> I'm not, chi- it's another board. Chime. I'm, I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you were. Well, both regardless and irregardless. <clears throat> I'm, I'm talking. This will reinforce. I'm talking. My point. <laughs> uh, so, God damn it! <laughs> now I'm not talking. <laughs> no, no. Okay, 
photo book Calvin most Walter, densely most populated, populated place yeah. on the planet, and was like, dun, dun, dun. Uh, that was partially, I, I think, because it was such a small place. Sure, it's not big. No, it, I can't remember. It was, I mean, it was like a quarter square mile or something like that. It was very small. Right. Um, and I, for some reason, that just grabbed. Was it because us. there was a like people wanted to live there because it was this lawless area, like which is what you know, like it was. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't actually, I don't know how you know, that. Like, yeah. Well, I'm sure some. I mean, since it was in this no man's land of uh, law enforcement, I'm sure. Sorry, was, not was... to be like, was it a red vest or a blue vest or? You know, yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it, it seems kind of like the thing that you're just kind of born into, and like it's all you know. Oh, this dick came over. All he did was talk about castles. It's an interesting story that if you if you look it up on the, on the Wikipedia, there's uh, some amazing pictures. Yeah, and it's, definitely it's a tons harrowing of harrowing visual imagery. T- tons of yeah, and I think lots of really interesting stuff. And it seems like the internet. Uh, rediscovers the the place, not the band. The, right. the internet has not <laughs> discovered the band. People are pissed off because they're looking for the place and they find your band. Like, oh, these fucking things. Uh, uh, this isn't interesting at all. Oh, crushing riffs. <laughs> I get it. Whatever. Riffs, cool. <laughs> yeah. The internet seems to rediscover in one way, like, oh, there's a giant Reddit thing on Kowloon Wild City, or sure, the, you know, yeah. like, like it seems to continue to fascinate people. Well, it's a compelling topic because it's kind of a unique. Well, it's a unique place for sure, and it's a unique time in history that it happened. It was like this wild confluence of like it wouldn't necessarily happen now. Yeah, the uh, end of the eyes of the, the world of imperialism. Right. Well, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't, and that's what it, it, it's still a relatively contemporary reference. Like this it, wasn't something that happened in the seventeen hundreds. If you want to like, see it, you can watch Bloodsport with Jean Claude. No kidding. <laughs> really? Yeah, one of the scenes in there was filmed in it. I no think joke. right before they were about to tear it down, so I believe it was already empty, and they were able to go in there and oh, film. Uh, if I remember the story right, that's. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty recent. Well, right. at least it was preserved in a piece of high Damn, art. Jean Claude Van Damme. When will his star stop writing? <laughs> that guy is just <laughs> just throwing him out there left and right. Was he in that Volvo commercial recently, I where he was? Yeah. Like I think so. Doing a split probably. between two. I trucks. saw. I read oh, a. Oh, you know what? That actually is ringing. He can still do that because that guy's got to be. Get on an age, right? Yeah, but you know, if you as long he as you keep sort of that meta, day, that, you don't lose that meta referential movie a few years ago. Terminator Three. Hi. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He did you no, guys? Wasn't it just called like JCDD? There was that. Uh, I, I'm going to say a sentence. I, I can't believe I'm actually saying. But did you see that write up on the movie Street Fighter that surfaced on the internet recently? No, I did not. No, I dude. No. It's actually a very compelling read because it's 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 the case study of of all the things that can go wrong with a movie. And you have someone's like a first-time director, uh, and then all of these, you know, they they film it on location, so everyone's just out getting like massages. Wrong. All the Are time you kidding me? I love that movie with release. Like Jean Claude Van Damme stars in it. Raul Julia. Oh, it's the last movie he ever did, and he was like dying of cancer at the time, and he was supposed to be like the big bad guy, like dressed up in the suit and like look like an imposing character, and he was like this frail, <laughs> dying sick. man. Yeah, uh-huh. and there's all these different like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme and Australian pop star. What's her name? Who's who's also in there? Like they ended up like hooking up in in the course of the movie, and he was going out and partying every night. Wouldn't show up and learn his so lines. So you like this movie? Is what you're saying? No, I have never seen it, and oh. I don't care to see it. The point thing is that the the article is article. fascinating because yeah. it's an example of all the things that can go wrong for Street Fighter the movie. Mm. You should also there. Speaking of Reddit, there's uh, I read just read the Ask Me Anything with Bill Murray. Have you seen this? Oh no, no. In the middle of it, there's this part where he talks about doing the Garfield movie. Oh, because he thought I, I'll he let thought you. it was a Coen Brothers right. movie. <laughs> yeah. 
but his description of the whole thing is incredible. It is it's pretty just, incredible. Yeah. The way that he semi-legitimately thought it was going to be a Coen Brothers movie. And then if you believe the story, he sort of was trying to fix it as, <laughs> you know, he's like, look, we can fix this, but it's pretty fucked up right now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's... What a cool guy. And Although I've not seen the Street Fighter movie... I would assume that it's a terrible piece of shit, and it's it, it's interesting as it's a character study of of, of this. I've seen the like it's the guy the director's story of like how he didn't even really want to do this, but he was like, oh, of course I want to direct my first movie. Yes, oh Street Fighter, what they're making a movie? You know that level of just well, that's a it's big, a living. That's a big franchise. Yeah, that, that oh yeah, that should anyway. It's com- it's a compelling read. Let me tell you. Can we get back to the creative process and like existential shit? Because I don't want to <laughs> talk about Street Fighter anymore. <laughs> Evan, go. <laughs> Evan, go. Do you guys? It's been a while since I did that, huh? Do you guys typically on your podcast when you have guests? Do you ask them questions? Sometimes, Mm. every once in a while. I leave that to Evan and Conan, (laughs) myself. (laughs) I think it's interesting. The Kowloon Walled City is a non-blues-based heavy rock band, and that was a very calculated decision, right? Answer the question, Evans. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was that calculated. I think it was naturally the music that we liked at the time. I think, well, I don't know. I guess if you, when did, it was seven or eight years ago, and there were definitely, at that time, lots of bands playing lots of riffs. Like Sabbath style. Kind yeah, of like. that, that kind of like the Sabbath aping thing started in, I guess, in some ways in the mid-90s or the early 90s and never stopped. It just... It, right. It was like a retro throwback thing that rebirthed itself. And uh <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, but it was definitely not what we were trying to do. We, there was we were trying to do much more of like a godflesh. Yeah, kind of kind a brainy of or, sort of um com- coming from a more like amrep kind of just like a level of heavy but like with a certain amount of critical thinking of like what heavy music can be sort of thing. I don't think I that we sat down and said, "Look guys, we need to make some brainy rock music here." <laughs> I mean, I think like <laughs> smartest guys in the room right here. Hey fellas. <laughs> We're the only ones here, but it's us. I don't think it usually works out real well when bands think they're doing something brainy. <laughs> right. Um You know with Ongo Boingo. I agree. Hey Come on. I like Ongo Boingo, it's fine. So I think I the braininess is just a side product of, you know, me being pretty brainy. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I was, I was going with you. I was like, yeah, I would have. The sexiness is kind of a byproduct of me being pretty sexy. Yeah. Hey, he <laughs> didn't choose it. God gave it to him. He just runs with it. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's, I mean, just to give you... credit where credit's due, Conan fucking mentioned it. I don't, don't. I didn't know what that was. Don't hate me. So anyway, I, I think it, I think <laughs> I brought it up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're pissed, by the way. But go ahead. Just because, just because you write a bunch of blues riffs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we do. I mean, basically, we just uh, really. I live in the uh, eighty to one hundred BPM. Have you ever heard Blue Shark? They're big influence. <laughs> Blue Shark. Oh, that sounds like an app name. Fuck. Uh, Sweat flap. Uh, Approved. We are. We are. Yeah. I'm into the kind of you know just it's more of a weekend gig. I'm really I put a lot of time in at the office you know like in this you know whatever um i got some gold-plated hardware yeah no no my, my <laughs> recently kit, so kit i think that's probably going to turn some heads it's gonna yeah it's gonna get some cool you stuff. get the authentic authentically relict eric clapton that's belt buckle people, get people to come out to the shows <laughs> scuff on the uh, the back of the guitar there oh yeah totally yeah i got a super signature edition yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it costs it's extra but i'm worth it totally do. <laughs> it'll get people in the crowd <laughs> i'm not just gonna stand here and rub this on my midsection like a sucker Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm not gonna. <laughs> He's you just should. drawing a line in the sand. Get some asshole at Fender to do it for me. 
So it just came about naturally, huh? This. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think, like we've said over and over again, there were three or four bands that, and I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't mean to imply that everyone should know this, but there were three or four bands that we were directly drawing influence from when we started out. And so Dream Theater is one, obviously. Queensryche, Sacred Reich. And oh. Dio's Sacred Heart. I, I'm the asshole in the room who uh, uh, has not seen you live and like has only like, oh, we're gonna have him on, so I listen to your uh, music. Uh, but um, listen to your were, like, music. So, I actually quotes. don't know what were the three because Godflesh, I was like yeah, super Godflesh into. Yeah, Godflesh makes and, sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, Godflesh kind of and actually, yeah, it, it it you know like not that you sound like Godflesh, but like it actually kind of when you said it was like, oh, that makes sense. yeah, I don't, I don't think. In a way, it's. I mean, it's hard to sound like Godflesh, I guess. Yeah, but. you're right. Exactly. No one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Godflesh, Unsane, and Shallow North Dakota, who is like the sort of the hmm. oddball one that I don't think many people hmm. have heard of. I did not even know that Do was you guys, a band. Is right? there yeah. uh, in in Calhoun Wild City? Is there like a chief songwriter, or is it like is it more of a collaborative effort with like you know rocking out in the room, kind of like hey, let's it's, use this and. Uh, Oh, the what's, what's the name of the guy with Aerosmith hits? That would be a great time to mention that name as like the as the, the sarcastic quip. What's that guy that wrote like, like the... Oh, Desmond Child. Desmond, Desmond Child. Child. Yeah, Desmond Child. Yeah. Pretend yeah, I said yeah. Desmond Child. Go Is ahead. Desmond we were Child? just talking about hiring Desmond Child today to write our new record. <laughs> you know what? Desmond Child writing songs for Calhoun Mall City would be like, pretty We want it to awesome. be heavy, but not too heavy, <laughs> and just call us when it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> no breakdowns. We'll learn the stuff. <laughs> Sorry, but answering uh, Mr. Minwa's question. Thank you. Yeah, uh, so the process is, I think, basically, like, everyone brings ideas in, and then I shoot them down. Cool. And then, <laughs> and then it's 18 months later. Interesting. Next yeah, question. For me, no, like, for, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I see why you wanted like, to move like, into the direct question portion of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess, week, historically, I, I brought in a lot of the <laughs> songwriting ideas. Uh, things have changed in the last year, I guess, we remember jason pace i do remember uh, jason pace i don't i have <laughs> you see those guys over there in camouflage i don't uh <laughs> jason pace uh your, your old uh, second guitar player yep who now lives is, in seattle lives in seattle and uh his replacement was john howell who's in a band called tygon tygon yeah and john is a they're both really fantastic guitar players and but john is a little I don't know, John. Is, they're both like these weird Midwestern guitar players, right? Because Jason Pace is Iowa City with the Mark Schaefer, Schaefer the Dark Lord fame, and uh, yep. Bottle Dog. Oh yeah, just uh, like connecting all the dots here for you conspiracy theorists out there. Yep, and Pace is it all ties uh, back to Howell is Ohio. Right. Sorry, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I can, I can right. stop. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, please, please. You could, right. but was, no, you're, anyway, you're it's good. gotten a little more collaborative. I think as we've we've been doing this for a long time now, and uh, I think we've all figured out what works a little better for the band. For a long time, I I think I was kind of like the torchbearer of the the vision. You know, it was right. like, yeah, that's not quite it. That's it. You know, whatever. And so we did hash a lot of things out in the practice room, and we still do. Uh, but and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah, just can that be a little chuglier? As I'm sure, yeah. As I'm sure, you know, anyway, ha always hashes it out, you know. Like well, and the change in in lineup always kind of changes the dynamic somewhat, no matter what, just by the fact that different people, even if they're very totally. similar players. And yeah, it, and that definitely. I'm a little younger than you guys, right? Is that am I correct? Who isn't? That? I mean, <laughs> I'm not. Betty White's no, okay, still out there. You're right, I'm still. 
Yeah, you know, Betty White is is in fact younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So, but he is. You should hit that. He's he's a little bit of a younger cat, not he, like young young. But he like is. Younger he's than in his, I guess, in his early to mid thirties, which I'm seventy. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm 174. Yeah, I'm well preserved. Uh, but you're, you're a fellow. You've got kids. Like old. you, like you've. You're a fellow, right? Wow, that sucks. <laughs> what, do, what does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you're like you're a hard hitting questions. You're a fellow, right? I'm have a point to this. I just want to know what it fucking means. Make it. I just want to know what you're a fellow means. <laughs> Finish my point. You're a male, right? So then, therefore, a fella. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard hitting. <sighs> Christ, but you're you you have you. You're a little bit later in life in uncertain things. I don't think Just he has a family, it. right? Like he isn't. I am the only one in our band with okay, with children. That's, no, that and sucks. that's what I was alluding to yeah. is that being the, like a guy, younger cat in the band it was like how. I mean, cause I know you knew Tygon. You guys were buddies. Like you guys. I recorded played. a couple of Tygon right. records and stuff. That's yeah. right. I forgot about yeah, yeah. that. Um, Which are great records, by the way. They're awesome. Awesome. Band. They were an awesome band. They were really. An awesome band. I got to see him like one time, and I was like, "Oh, they're breaking up." Oh, shit. yep, yeah. That so was, was it a uh, the member leaving and him coming on? Was it a uh, um, member? Like, did that force like 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 all all of a sudden then, or was it like it already kind of like all of a sudden then people? It's like you know, this is a new process. Or like at that point, like it was kind of a natural transition for him to come in. Like it it felt really natural, and I think you know if you look at the record that we put out with John compared to the record that we put out. Before John, there is a difference, definitely, and I wouldn't attribute that entirely to him. It, I guess, it dovetailed pretty well with. You guys are already kind of transitioning. A I guess bit so. Yeah, like we we had, we had been struggling to get a new record written, and I think partially because Jason was just kind of burnt. Yeah, he needed a change, and uh, well, because even when he when he started when you guys started Kowloon, like I mean, Jason had been kicking around for quite some time and playing for quite some time as well, and he was had been in the bass for a while. If I remember, I think almost. Yeah, but I think he just he wasn't interested in playing shows anymore. He was just mm. kind of like he'd he'd been yeah he'd been in the Bay Area for like fifteen years. I don't know. He was yeah. ready for a change, so it was just like getting this record written was slow and painful. And what happened when John came in, I think, is that we got a, a burst of new energy, and it let us pick up where we already were, right? But make a little more progress every time we got together. And so it was like, the, there's a new guy here. Nobody wants to be the asshole. So everyone kind of like, you know, like, hey, everyone's like, everyone's, it's all fun now. You know, like, no, I think partially, you know, if it, even though in some ways our band, we joke about it being like a benevolent dictatorship, it is a collaborative effort and everyone's got to be kind of in. And so if someone is suffering total burnout, it's not going to help. It's the energy in in the room changes a lot, yeah, totally. and uh, and it just slowed us down a lot. And I don't I don't think Jason would disagree with this. I I he's still one of my best friends. I totally get it, you know. So I'm not throwing him under the bus in any way. But that cool, combined, with... I've actually got him on the line. And I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> I'm ready. I could do that anyway. Uh, let's listen to uh, one of the songs off Container Ships. Oh, Here. which one? Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna play Fifties Dad. Okay, I like that one. I like the rest of it too, but I think I think that one's a. Uh, I like that one. I want to talk about it afterwards too. And here we go. Okay.
if, if there was any question about our ability to write bullshit bluesy riffs. <laughs> that wasn't that bluesy. It was good. Distance yourself further from I the felt blues. happy listening to that. So the soothing sounds of Snail Face. That is an alliteration. And as the song Skinwalker. So pentatonic. <laughs> Before that, we had the song 50's Dad by Kowloon Walled City off of the Container Ships record. So octatonic. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit before we get, uh, since we were talking about Jason Pace. Talk to me how Snail Face came to be, which was the, the, the last song that we just listened to. There's two things that happened. One is, are you guys familiar with uh, the RPM? Record Production Month. Yeah, where you're supposed to, in, in the space of a one-month period for the listener and for maybe Evan and Mouse, I don't know, explain. You're Let supposed me know. to I don't know. Write, what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> write, create, and produce a record within the span of a month time. It's, right. it's like the, the same thing with the, the National Writers Month. Yeah, whatever month. the fuck it's called, mm. with music. Yeah, okay, I understand. Mm. Super fascinating concept, something I've always been like, wow, what that must be really interesting to... Super like, fun, yeah. So a, a few... Well, I... Six, five, six years ago, we decided to do that for laughs. A bunch of our friends were doing it. We said, well, we'll do that, and we'll do just a dumb stoner rock record, And uh, which I guess wasn't a, a gigantic leap. It wasn't like we were going to write show <laughs> tunes or something. But uh, it was like, we'll take all the ideas that we throw out of practice and just use them. And oh, baby, talking about those fake gorilla blues. I mean, yes, pretty much. Yeah. That's... Well, who likes a fake gorilla? So that, and the name Snailface came from, uh, it was before people took selfies and said that they were <sighs> making a, sale, a snail face. I, I hate those fucking, that quote unquote word, like more than almost any contemporary. Selfie? Yeah. Any contemporary non-word that's in Why? usage right now. I, I just that's loathe my, it. I hate it. Oh, dad. My profile picture's a selfie. <laughs> I don't mind the act. I just hate the non-word that is now in the fucking dictionary. Is, Fuck you, millennials. Non, that's how it works. Non-word, it's a word. It's it's a word. word. I love the. Per- I love you the. You pick thing. up a reference book every once in a while. Is riff a real word? I love the perversion yeah. of language, but I hate that word. Do you think your dad make, was like, it, "What is don't this make it word?" About riff? The perversion of language, then, though. Do you think maybe you sound a little like your dad right now? Ah, if if I'd asked you to repeat yourself mm-hmm. at least three times in a row, then yeah, mm-hmm. I would have sounded a lot like my dad. But yeah, probably. Wait, what? This guy. The other part, huh? the snail face answer isn't that interesting, so we don't even need to. Oh. <laughs> I bet it was. Next question. <laughs> okay, Next um, question. Did um, you prepare questions? <laughs> I did Are you luck. breaking away from your question-based format? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I thought you... you I just I don't know what goes into making a podcast. Do you, you know, do, do you prepare? Normally, I actually uh, I have like, but I did not for this. But one. not for this one. Normally, I keep a. Uh, oh, I, thanks, I, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> I mean, I did prepare, and normally I have a. Ever- okay, I, I will say. Oh wait, go ahead. You was should. Talking. Okay, you should. Yeah, he was. But hold on. I've prepared to twice. Finish my point. Yeah, it was great. The one, the one time we busted his balls and not preparing, research, he came in with a fucking mouse book, like, a, like a binder, like yeah. the next episode. It was amazing. Good job. No, I'm just saying. You know, B plus. Yeah, okay. They didn't let me know anything. They didn't bust my balls last episode, so I'm sorry. I normally keep a digital file of things, like an Evernote file, if, if one must know. Although I'm not, I'm, I'm hesitant to endorse anything that could easily become well, like a nice. shitty. What's your password on that? A shitty service, like uh, in the future. In this case, I actually wrote them all down on a piece of paper, old school style, which is back sitting home on my desk. But I remember, oh, yeah. I remember, I've hit on everything I wanted to hit on so far. So we're doing okay. Okay. 
I'm just curious about the process. I don't. I only have a few other friends who do podcasts, and I don't really. I just make fun of them for doing it. I don't really um, ask them how they do it. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, it'd be, okay, it'd be so nice to break are, it down. Pod, there's a lot of different podcasts, and and uh, and they're for apparently, from what I understand about podcasts, I'm not much of a podcast listener, although I do a podcast. Um, they they're <laughs> for, I really. The, the the majority of what people that called? I I know that love uh don't worry we can get in that uh All right. love podcasts are commuters people that are actually stuck in their fucking car for for a while right. and so the, the variety of like it goes in there's a lot of like just people talking about random things and like oh this is, and it can even get be interesting but you're still listening to people talking about this ours is more born out of a as we've said many times it's born out of like being in a tour bus or tour bus tour van oh tour bus huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like upgraded us did I just like it was like you know sometimes when you're soaking your feet and being serviced actually can't stop the signal more like a tour minivan that you. Uh, <laughs> it's take a full size car the, van. Let's not short sell ourselves. But, but yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. It's like hence, it's very music based, and we you know, have musical guests on. What it. he's talking about is that we sort of would tell our stories and things uh, to people who would say, "Well, you guys are very entertaining and tell stories in a funny Evan's manner." Evan's good at telling his story. You should have a show. Yeah, and these guys were just around me, so they kind of got pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what you're talking about also is that a lot of people think that a podcast is just people talking. And if you listen to an actual podcast of just Which people talking, but, but some of it is also people talking over each other. Sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's so, a no, that is a linchpin of our program. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the, the way that a good podcast is a differentiate between a mediocre to terrible podcast is that if you are trying to get somewhere with something, but you're also letting things happen naturally in a conversation, same as strict like, nope. Stick in the format, question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. You get better stories out of people if you just get folks talking. Like you get. So not not that I'm saying that's happened tonight, of course. Yeah, no but, pressure, but uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is in theory. I mean, this, this this is a baton <laughs> death march, but that's, I didn't promise any better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the idea, and the and people seem to think like because the best shows sound utterly extemporaneous. It just sounds like people talking, but if you actually stop and listen to them, there's certain segues and, and hooks and things and shifts in the conversation that make for a compelling show, and a lot of it's about pacing. I, I am a fan of the format, but like, that like said, it's like saying I'm a fan of music. That's like, oh, there's so I much awful to, uh, music out there. I listen there. to podcasts when, I'm, when we're touring, you know, like, and it's it's and it's nice to break up, you know, because you're just listening to albums and albums, and it's like actually nice to listen to like. And, you guys sound really defensive about podcasts. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I I'll, I'll be the first one to say I don't really listen to podcasts other than Fuck like this when, podcast. When, I'm getting a fucking root canal. This sucks. Okay, I did try it during a root canal and it didn't work. <laughs> it's a great story. I forget what episode that was, but to this day cracks should, me up that you thought I that was a good idea. I kind of want to get more. Root canals just so I can listen to more podcasts. <laughs> so, like I go to the dentist, like I went to the dentist the other day, and I was like, "Gosh, I wish I put on my i i <laughs> listen to it." I was like, "I wanted to put on some podcasts because like, really? oh, that's nice. I, I'll, I'll have a moment to listen to a podcast finally." Like, but like you re- you were referencing just, yeah. our podcast, I think, weren't you? You were listening back to one. Yeah, yeah, I was listening back to one. Yeah, yeah, and you and you hated it. You were I, did. A root I hated it because I was getting. I think he realized what it, he realized what a terrible mistake he had made. Yeah, like after it was what way too late to do anything about it, and he was locked in. Oh, you're like, like the anesthesia you're in the chair is already all, all ready to give oral birth. Yeah. I'm just give myself a jaw cramp. Fucking doing For those not radio. watching at home, yeah, you Mouse do. stuck about six of his fingers in his mouth for no one's benefit other than ours and hurt himself in the process. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I can talk. I can, oh, I drummers. Do they do the stupidest shit, don't they? Hey, it's the awesomest shit. Fuck you guys. <laughs> somebody get my back here. Where is somebody? 
Is my girlfriend still What home? I'm doing. These guys don't appreciate what I'm doing. I'm, I'm sweating it out back here. <laughs> <laughs> my delts are fucking burning, exactly. bro. <laughs> you got, man, dude. My oh. backwards baseball hat's drenched I don't know if my wrist can do this next song, man. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> Chime. So Snail Face 2. How did that come about? If the first one was R- the RPM record. The second one, I think, was also, if I remember right, was the next year. It was February, and we said, let's do another RPM record. Because you had a lot, a lot of people listen to it, and we're like, oh, this is like a... Because Kowloon is a very serious entity. Like, if it's very much like, you know, you guys... Yeah. You come for blood, which Austin brought up to me on that show that I did the other day, and I thought he said, we're coming blood, and I'm, which is a much funnier statement. That's sort of more meant. the snail face thing. <laughs> right. Snail face is more coming blood. Sort of like a blood ejaculate. Did you get laid before or after the show? It's Form of music. What happened? Because it was more of an, like it's kind of you, you got to take the constraints off of, of how Kowloon writes songs. Yeah, I think the thing is that do something more. The thing is absurd. that we we all like each other, you know. In this band, we get along. We That's like rare. playing music together. <laughs> What's it that is like? rare. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we all like playing music together, and I like recording music. And you know why not? It was just yeah, uh, just fun to do. And I think we kind of stepped it up a little bit. For better or worse, on that second one, and then uh, and then we wouldn't let ourselves do another one until we finished a the real, actual, the real record. LP. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, remember that real band we had? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and you know when your friends like, I really like your joke band more than your real band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone always loves your joke band. Yeah, like, but everyone? they wouldn't they wouldn't love your joke band if it if was it your was only, only band. band. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that, that's yeah. what stopped Retired Baby from ever being a real thing. I was like, I couldn't handle people liking Retired Baby more than our actual band. Like, that would be... <laughs> retired Baby. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Michael Jackson's kids. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a rap? Was it, what was the oh, format? Oh, it's just going to be all filthy sex jams. If oh, I remember yeah. correctly. But like with a baby who is just kind of like like the logo would be like like a baby nah, with like nah, sunglasses nah. and a cigar. Look, anyone can come up with a joke band concept. Yeah. The key He's is execution. Right, yeah. Well that's I, I was I would not have been okay with people like, yeah, reti- you know, Victory Associates is pretty good, but retired baby man, that's where they're that's hey, I think they're able you know, yeah, well, you, know, you just gotta follow your bliss. <laughs> yeah, see, I mean, I was in a punk <laughs> band called Rat Lobster. I played drums. We wore like twelve pack boxes. Over our heads while we played. Biggest shows he's and, ever and everyone played. Everyone loved life. that shit. Yeah, I say I lit it on fire. I think once I had like devil horns. Only time people chanted the band's fluid. name to him. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name? That's not an actual thing that happens. <laughs> Rat lobster. It is. The fire came in through the holes once. That sucked. <laughs> I stopped doing that after. There was some eyebrow singeing. So speaking of recording, you've recorded a lot of different bands over the years. I uh, have. Have you tens of bands? Have you have you recorded? No, so and to, and and combined, I believe we've sold dozens of records. <laughs> Literally dozens. It's, it's so that's a, like one point two records per band. Yeah, that's cool. It's a it's a real tradition of success and excellence. <laughs> <laughs> what was your what's your worst? I was going to say what's your favorite moment, but I'd rather you rock that worst. clock, Spiel, man. What's the worst moment that you had to record? You mean besides right now? No, well, I mean, no. As an engineer, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we're lights, doing the recording on not this. interview-wise, I mean, I mean, but, but right. yeah, not, sorry, it's not sorry. the worst interview. Come on. I mean, Jesus. Throwing to throw myself under the bus? What was the <laughs> best? You know, I'm going to go back to best. best. What was the best? You know, it's sort of like if someone says, what is the best show you've ever worry, played? I, I or... know how fucking bullshit that question was. Like, okay. Like the, 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 <laughs> that was performance. You don't have, you don't have to I'm actually answer that question. you said it. It was performance. So wait, sorry. now there are questions 
There are also rhetorical questions as part of the interview. Okay. <laughs> During the break, you're talking about the Glows record, uh, which is a, a recent record yeah. that you recorded, which is one of the guys from Madrasso, Doug, and uh, Ruby Doe. Yeah, uh, both fantastic fucking bands. Who's the three piece, right? I haven't seen them, so I don't. Four piece. Are they four piece? Okay. And that's something that I kind of took me by surprise because I was I, was, I didn't. No ex- wait. Yes, four piece. Okay. You Sorry. sure? Is that your final answer? Who fucking cares? Let me lock him in. <laughs> Bunch of dudes playing music. Yeah, that's no, a four piece. And that's a record that I, I didn't expect a band from those guys. I guess <laughs> might be the charitable way to say that. Like, I, no, in, in all honesty, like they're a bunch of total badasses, but are like kind of like, oh, okay, like I'm probably not going to hear too much from them. And then this fucking record just comes out of nowhere, and this is total monstrous slab it's really of rock. Rad. It's fucking yep. great, yeah. And it's and that kind of took me aback a little bit. And it's how like how did they just get a hold of you? It was like, hey, we got these songs. We want to do this thing. How did that happen? I think. I mean, I from the first time I heard Madrasa was. I think you knew this. I fucking amazing band. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was a big fan, and we played a few shows with them. They came down for that gambling record for the release show. They came down and played with us. It, I just loved them, and I really wanted a chance to record them, but that, that didn't work out before they stopped playing. And Doug and I just stayed in touch, and I guess they were, this band, however it formed, formed, and Doug got in touch with me and said, hey, would you be interested in recording this, and how could we work And you went out? up there to, to do that. They didn't come down here, right? Yeah, I guess they had talked to Tad. Tad Doyle. Which, to be, to, yeah, to clarify, that is not Mouse's not the, friend Tad. Not the Anchorage Tad. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just disavow yourself of that notion. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> tad, Tad. Well, did it with, no, uh, tad, tad. Actually, I actually have a fucking question that's real. Well, uh, I'm in the middle of my, I'm talking. <laughs> all right. Fucking finish your, all right. So. That doesn't stop him. <laughs> they will tell you. Just hold on. Uh, so they had already set it up with Tad and, you know, and Tad and I were friends already anyway. So I don't know what we, what? I was dropping change. change. change you, you dropped that name just there. So I was going to drop some change. Nice. Uh, now you, you make win. me feel bad. <laughs> no, I, it's part of the story. I'm sorry. Uh, this is part of the show. I should have warned you. I'm sorry. Please what, making me feel bad? No, no. No, it's in a way. Dropping Fuck it. So anyway. <laughs> Fine, go ahead. <laughs> Long story, story short, this is taking forever. I flew up to Seattle. We spent three days at Tad's house recording, just incredibly long days, like 14, 15 hour days. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a whole like rig there, or you brought the Tad has a studio or? there. Okay, it's called right. Witch Ape Studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Uh, it's built into the. But like, maybe the, you the back didn't, listener. House. Yeah. And suck on that. Tad yeah. is, he, he was. I mean, we were working super long, brutal days, and he yeah, was super yeah. cool about it. He was just friendly as hell and happy to have me there, and it was awesome. I got to hear Tad, you know, say fresh pots over and over again and make like Dave Grohl references, which was awesome. And uh, who just uh, divined a new way of recording? I understand uh, off of the internet, an entirely new Dave process. Grohl. Yeah. Well, he's always in search of the fairy dust that makes magic music magic. He is indeed. That's this, this, I was uh, Dave Grohl's my, a fairy. You heard it like, here first because like, that sounds like like fucking great. You know, like like oh shit, like like you know, almost nerve wracking in the preparation for that. Like, did it make you like in in any way like like holy, or was it more of a just an own it moment? Kind of like like oh, I gotta be no, I got this. Like no, like, I was it was it was not too nerve wracking. I think the the worst part was when I they wouldn't let me carry on my bag 
full of microphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're going to need to check this. I'm like, you're yeah, going yeah. to need to fuck off. You're going to need to suck it because that's not going to happen. That's yeah. actually not going to go off. It was like I had like one shirt. Please go tell your supervisor. And a toothbrush it. and the rest of the suitcase was all microphones. Wow. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, this is not... Yeah, there's that, absolutely no way that's, that's not going to be a thing that happens. Sir. Yeah, that happened both both if, ways. You know, if not, the then flight. was there any particular moment in your like, like where you're getting to record a record that we're like, holy shit, like I'm going to have to be on it, or is it like it's a, you know been mostly like ah, this is I got this I, like like no I th- no 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 I that's a fair question and I I I think about recording in that fashion pretty much all the time. I'm pretty hard on myself and I take it super seriously. And if I'm recording, you know, it's one thing like Snail Face, you're fucking around with your friends. Whatever, totally, totally, totally. but if you're recording someone else's it's somebody else's project, yeah, this is someone like, else's like, thing that they're that, that they're, they're trusting you with, right. yeah. I mean, that's that's I mean, real shit. Yeah. It is. I mean, like that's you know. yeah. And so I take that pretty seriously. And I, you know, there are examples I could cite of me, you know, prepping and all this stuff. Just you know, I try to have my bases covered and not sign up for things that I can't. I know totally, I can't do. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, you know that's a mark of a good engineer, though. Totally, like as the you know knowing when to say no. I think like, it's I've, the I've, mark of a sane human being. But there <laughs> yeah, are lots true, of yeah. Yeah. no, but like, in but the, you would think that would carry process, over like, more. Like, like, yeah, no, you know, but there's like, lots like, of people who will talk a much bigger talk than they can walk, and I. Well, I, I can speak from experience, like you know, working with you and just having to deal with like three different personalities, all basically asking for three different things, and then like having to like take that, you know, solve that riddle as for the Trace Worlds yeah, jargon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and coming coming back to like, well, how about this? And like, oh wow, you somehow managed to make everybody happy, even though everyone asked for yeah, something. Yeah, because that's by and large what the engineer is doing on the in, like when you're sitting there in the console, like you know, talking to the fucking. Yeah, I mean, there's like, a, there's a lot of stuff that's happening yeah, at the like, same time, but at the same time, for the the external face of that is just it's got to be fun and smooth and easy for the band. Uh, and so, I mean, there have been like I I recorded uh, Neurosis live at uh, the Oakland I Metro. About that, yeah last new year's and uh that Which i gave a miss only because it was at the Oakland <laughs> yeah i was like, eh. how did, how, like well excuse me mr standard <laughs> no, i was like no but the re- no, no, like yeah. and actually that i've heard the recording that's like great. that's that could that wait seems one like a, person has to talk at a time like, guys that that seems like a very not, hard not, place not to like a get a live recording out of like what was like? What was that like? Well, I think I'll, I've only done a few of these like live mobiles, and they've all been hard. Like it's, it's just it's like combat audio is kind of what we call it. It's, <laughs> That's it's, a good way of putting it. I could, the, the deal with doing live recordings is that you know there's a bunch of people there whose job it is to put on the live show, right? And just by being there, you're in their way. Right, like no, totally. totally. Like, that's, that's like, a, like there's a very the, that's a very real thing. You know? Yeah, like there's no way you can make life easier for them than if you weren't there. I'm just here. To, I'm just gonna try and get the, you know, get some of the, off the soundboard real quick. I just you know I'm not. Gonna, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, well, we're setting this up right now for dude, we're putting on a show here, buddy. Yeah, I mean it's it, like it, the worst fucking. And you know those guys, they 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 run a pretty tight schedule anyway. They got things right. dialed the way it is. Totally. So, and then you factor into that that this is neurosis, and those guys are. They just don't, they are a no bullshit band. Yeah, they, exactly. You know, and <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. And, uh, and they've got a no bullshit crew. They're very tight. 
they know what they're doing. They know how to accomplish it, yeah, they're, and they're yeah. very they're professionals of their craft. Like, it's not just like, that; they're a family too. You know? Yeah, they're, it's they're, very tight knit. Not literally a family, well, like, but they yeah, are as, as many like as, as some of the best entities in the the music world are. Like like they you know they come in and it is like that exactly that. It's a family. People they've worked with for years and years. Yeah, and they years. really they not, they've you know, got a. a it's tight... not like they're just hiring some dick for the fucking season or anything. You know, like it's no, no, they've got guys that they've been working with forever, and so. So that was the kind of thing where it was like, all right, I really need to be prepared and on my game and not in the way and help out where I can and all that. That's a a good example of one where I was like, okay, wow. Yeah. You know, let's let's dry dive this a few (laughs) times beforehand and make sure nothing fucks up. And it went great. It went really, really well. It was one of the things where, again, it was like, it was literally ninja. I'm still talking. It was. It was like a four. I'm talking. It was like a 14 or 15 hour day. It was just absolutely a brutal way to spend New Year's. And when I walked out, I was like, "Fuck yes, that went okay." You know, it felt really, really good. And I was, I was kind of proud of it actually. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I was right. That's what Damn you should right, be. Yeah. I don't. I don't think people say that. I don't think it's cool to say that Sorry, you're if proud I could... of yourself. Or no, really? Like, I. But no. But at the same well, time, there's like there's a certain thing to be the ninja status. Like what I was saying. Like it's like there's like. Like you're saying, like you get, like you're getting, you're going into a place where people have their predefined notions, you know, like, and you have to, like, you know, and like you can look back from that and be like, you know what, I didn't actually have anybody yell at me the whole fucking time. No, I had people thank like, me. It yeah, went, it's yeah, like, yeah you know, like, it's good. It's okay it's good to like to look be. back and say, like, all right, I didn't, you know, like I achieved my goal. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yep. You know, like definitely, yeah. that was that was that one comes to mind for sure as one of those ones yeah. where it's like, oh, and and to be fair, that glow recording to bring it back to that. We, we realized that we were going to, I don't know, for whatever reason, it was we were going to be working these long days. And it, right. Things but started, logistically, that's how it shut just, down. It's just how it went right. down. The sessions took a long time. And that was one of the things we realized, like, well, it's not like I can come back tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> right? you're flying yeah. in. Like, I have a plane ticket home. Yeah. You know, if we run out of time to do drums, like, we're really, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah we're yeah. fucked. Yeah, we are yeah. fucked. So- you know, we did have to kind of buckle down, and it was a tough situation. Matt, the drummer, he had to have his daughter with him for some reason, like some complicated thing with his ex-wife or whatever. Oh, and so the yeah. poor guy's trying to record a record, but his like seven-year-old real, real is life comes in. You know, like it's it's a real yeah. It's, it's it a like, real thing that happens. It was like, man, I don't know how to how we're gonna do this with your daughter here, but we have to do like twelve or fourteen hours today. You know, so we did have to kind of put the hammer down on collectively there to get things done. But it seems like every session is like that in one way or another these days or I don't know yeah I was gonna say I mean do you find that to be anything I mean like have you found other situations where that's not the case like we just have resources to burn like no I think that the case with bands of I'm gesturing around the <laughs> to, room to those, yeah. yeah to those who can't see the video feed yeah I'm gesturing around the making room making a, a round the world style gesture with his finger bands of our level or whatever <laughs> term you want to use like people with day jobs people who Everything is trying to get the most out of the least. And, you know, that that means generally the least means the least money, which means the least amount of time. Uh, and so everything is super. Yeah. No bullshit. Like, right, right. Just back to back packs, packed sessions that are really <clears throat> draining and exhausting by the end. And so I, I there's every once in a while I'll be able to talk a band into an extra day. Or to do one less song or something right, like right. that Just that will some kind of mitigating factor. Like, look, yeah. guys, if you want this to actually do what you want it to do, maybe it's time to make a hard decision about yeah what that means. Like, let's be really, really honest with ourselves. But, that's like my new phrase. Like, that's kind of the same thing I was saying about like engineers. Those where it's like that. That's the mark of a good engineer. Like, you know, as somebody's word. Like, because some engineers are like, cool, whatever you want to do, cool, whatever you want to do. 
cool whatever you want to do. Cool whatever yeah, you want to do. Somebody who will like be realistically like, well, sometimes you know, bands like, need to be told no. Yeah, yeah, you know. Like, yeah, and, I mean, I don't know. It's you know, I think there are very different philosophies on that. Uh, and if you, there are definitely engineers, like well-known ones, who do great work, who are pretty hands-off. And you know, if the band right. wants to do another take and another take and another take and run out of time. That's the band's prerogative, you know, right, and, right. and the band will probably not do that next time, or maybe they will. But it seems like you're coming at it from the place of being a music fan and someone that plays music as well, and kind of, like, if if you're in a situation where, because being in a band and being in the recording process, sometimes you can almost stop seeing the forest for the trees. Like Absolutely. You, you get That's so, a great way of, yes. <laughs> so part of the the responsibility, hopefully, of the engineer slash producer, whatever the term you want to use, can be just to provide a clarified moment of like guys like i know yeah I, <laughs> what well, you're going for again but. i think it depends on the the engineer's attitude towards the project and towards projects in general for me i feel like it's in all of our best interests in the room to succeed to you know oh, like i i want i'm feeling motivated suddenly to have this show be better go ahead well let me know <laughs> I'm trying. No, I'm trying. Just, I'm, I'm really trying. I, but but it is you know like no, but for me, real, I want. Thing, I, yeah. yeah, I want. If I'm recording a band, I want their record to come out great. I want them to feel great about the process. I want them to walk out and say that was awesome and worth it. You know, I don't want them to walk out and be like, man, we that sucked. We just ran out of time. You know, yeah, right? No, exactly. Or whatever. So 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 that's the way I take things. Is that I I take records that I work on as personally as I can without overstepping my bounds. You know, it is, it's not my record and I know that, but, and that definitely involves when you're talking about like two and three day sessions, mm -hmm. lots of corralling and real talk about time. Right. Tough decisions about yes. time. Yeah. Like, because the, the truth is if you say, well, look guys, we got 25 hours total that we're going to be here and you want to do yeah. eight songs, like simple math. Yeah. Let's say we want to have lunch. You yeah, know, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, like, uh, let's so scream credulity this. for one moment here. And but for real, you know, you're like, yeah. like, like I might need to get up and go pee once. So just factor that in <laughs> in the three days that we're here. So it, it comes out to like, well, we've got two hours per song total. Yeah. Or whatever it comes out to. Like, there's no margin for error. No, when you hear it that way, it's like, okay, whoa, you know, that's. Yeah. Do we really need to play? You know, this. All, Do we need to find these? another guitar tone for that one part? Because, you know, like we've used up an hour and three quarters <laughs> yeah, and we haven't done vocals yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that kind of thing is a constant for these super short sessions sure. that I end up doing. And I think, you know, if you're able to get to the point where you can work with bands who can do seven or 10 day sessions more often, that would be very, very different. Well, I mean, do you think that there's a difference in the mindset of when the reality meets the road for uh, different types of bands. Because I mean, when I think about, I think what, the reality is the road, isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. The, when I think about like recording, like, you know, my first record versus recording, like, you know, the last record we just did or whatever, there, there's certain things that seemed real fucking important to me. Like when I was, didn't really know what a, making a record was like, like, Oh, I got to make sure there's a marimba part in here. And like, oh, we fucking don't. Are you kidding me? Right. And, like, you get to the point of, like, no, let's just make sure that the take sounds really fucking good. And, like, who gives a fuck about overdubs if, it, like, it's in there and just, you know, you can, you can make do with what you have and just make sure you get the best performance and th things along. Like, you, have you found there's a difference in, like, age, I guess, or, like, age of a band, I guess I'm talking about. Like, seasoned vets versus... No, answer I... Answer any of those questions you want. Sorry. Well, no, I think so. The, the, <laughs> I know exactly the thing you're talking about, and it's very real where people decide, like, man, we have got to nail this... Uh, 
you know, this floor tom sound for this overdub that's going to happen for 10 seconds in one song. Right, and they get yeah. super right. hyper-focused And you spend four hours on We're that. We're going to get signed! It's it's not that it's I it's because of that one. It's it's not even that it's hard to explain that that weird tunnel vision that happens, but it's it is definitely real, and uh, can't look past it. And and I the problem with the the thing that you just described, Conan, is that it's a philosophical perspective that you can't. It's your own. If you follow, so like you, you. you know, I can't, I can't yeah, force yeah, that on yeah, a band. Yeah, there's, there's sure. nothing. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you had to explain it to them, they, they still wouldn't get it. That's so right. Like, because, yeah, the, you know, it may be the kind of thing that, like. Because they are locked in. They're locked in. You that's know? right. Like, you just described that you learned that over years. Yeah. Like, you, you sort <laughs> really of. Did. You You step back and you said, okay, we're building a forest here. Yeah. And we just happened to populate it with trees. But, you know, I can't, I can't explain that to someone in the heat of the moment. Right. Ever. Because they're not necessarily going to see that long view. No, all you're doing then is you're telling them no. Exactly. <laughs> right. No, really. Right. Like real, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, and, that is a real thing. And I have had times where I've said, like, look, you know, like I just said a minute ago, here's the time constraints we're dealing with. And here's the implication of following the path that we're on. And I'll do whatever you want. But, you know, you have to decide, like, do you want the perfect floor, Tom, for this, <laughs> right. it, for this 10 second part? Or do you want to do vocals today? Right. Like, like what's more important to like you? Like, if you yeah, guys want exactly. to come back and pay for another day of studio time or two to track vocals, let's try a couple more mics on that floor, Tom. You know? Oh man, if we could do visual radio, I want to see like the look <laughs> on the like the the dude's face that's trying to get that like floor Tom sound, like the where he's making the realization, like you're you're right, you know, you're right. Yeah, the hard thing about that is like, it is easy for it to turn to like an ego thing, which it's not, and also often these no, no, discussions like, happen like on hour ten. It's right, just, everyone's like, tired; it's just a, it's they're not making a, best it, decisions it, anyway. It's just a real thing when you're making records, like like we say, like on the like we have a three day fucking span here, like yep. This whole day, the the. Like four times during this conversation, I've thought of like, God damn, the like the Beatles were like, I was like, wow, they were really creative. Like, but then you like see like the actual schedule, like, oh, they had five weeks blocked out all the time in the world. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the Beatles are a great example, but definitely if you look at a lot of records from the seventies, that kind of thing, like those were there were records that took months. Yeah, like people had just like yeah, or they like rumors, like like another one where they just like they wore out the tape where they just had the fucking time. It's like cool. They're like, all right, let's keep going and going and going and going. Yeah, and I think a lot of people slag, you know, digital everything, Pro Tools and this and that, uh, with for misguided reasons because the truth is that a lot of the things that you can do and that people do do in Pro Tools these days. They did on the rumor session. It just took a lot it's way right. harder. Longer. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like it, it's a different process and you're dealing with like a different mechanisms for doing it, but it allows someone with with a budget of like, oh, you have two days in a, you know, a twenty four track, two inch tape studio to do this. Like, no, you with that same amount of money you can now Yeah, like if someone if someone sits there with two inch tape and they insert little pieces of blank tape before every beat to stretch it out so the drummer's in time like cho- they're sitting there <laughs> right. razor chopping tape you know and they've got Randy like razor a, blade. they've got a measuring tape out that says this many inches is one bar right. and this one's too short and we'll stretch out and that's real like that ha- is that more authentic than doing it in Pro Tools in three minutes you know it's no it's, no it's a big pain in the ass yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah I mean you might be less likely to do it because it takes a long time but that kind of you know like people used to very speed the tape deck instead of auto-tune because like oh the singer's singing flat here so we'll fly the vocal to another tape deck and we'll very right, speed right. the tape yep. to get them in pitch so is that more authentic than 
using, you know, auto tune, auto tune or Melodyne or whatever. It sounded I mean, a little better. Uh, I'm, I'm being I, contrarian. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't actually know if it really sounded better. Like, it, it, yeah, sorry, I got off. Nas wants to light up the sky with a uh, wow. analog versus digital debate right yeah. before a yeah. song break. I got way <laughs> off on a tangent. No, that's there. that's sorry. dude. It's cool. You've no, heard our show. It's, it's cool. It's cool. No, it's got. So, what are you cool. promoting? I am here to. So what? Talk about Garage Band. So why? It's fun. So all right. Uh, when Have when you heard you're... of Fruity Loops? <laughs> oh, fucking Fruity Loops. So when you're recording a band of folks that, like, say, maybe are seasoned professionals, or maybe like, like, let's use cartographer for an instance, where Ben himself is an engineer. Yep. Uh, what, how does that differ from recording like some garage band? I'll say it. Well, some, some <laughs> say a, a younger, a young, a less, younger less athlete, seasoned sure. band yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that that's a great example. That cartographer session was super fun, and it was totally painless. Like those guys. And you use your mobile rig and brought it into uh, Mr. Toads. Toads. Yeah, using using the great live rooms there. Yep, uh, they. Tartan has a weird. You familiar with that live room down in his yeah, basement? Yeah, we we I'm we, not. we recorded uh, the a record there. Oh, oh, the, the second replicator record. We did like half of it there. Okay, yeah, yeah. What's this, where's this wee shit? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Tell me <laughs> and the listener. Conan's talking about his former band. Mm. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, Mr. at Mr. Frogs or something, Mr. Toads <laughs> in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> Mr. Frogs, indeed. So you're at Mr. Frogs recording cartographer. <laughs> This fucking guy. Anyway, so those ahead. guys were super dialed on that record. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were all they like, played together for years. They they know and that and the they know what and, they want. and musically like the band was right in all of their sweet spots. It was yeah. like everyone is doing the thing that they were built to do in this band. Sure. So that's that always makes recording like a thousand times easier. You know, right? Because like, you don't have to like cajole people into like having the confidence to make. You don't have to do anything. It's just you know all you got to do is not fuck it up. You have to not like, trip over the fucking furniture. Exactly. Seriously, <laughs> you just got to remember to press record, and you're going to look like a genius, kind of. And Ben is an interesting one because he is an engineer, but he was hiring me to record. You know, or was asking me to record his band because he wanted me to record his band, and he was cool with that. He was like, "I'm the guy." Right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna concentrate on this. I'm gonna be over here playing guitar, and you can worry about all that other stuff. I trust you. Yeah, and it was cool because with Ben, you can be like, "Hey, you know, what do you think about what do you think about these drum sounds?" And he's able to give feedback in a language that yeah, totally. That yeah. I don't have to translate. Yeah, it, right. Totally. I was looking for a way to quantify that as well. Like, like he's like, "What do you think about X Y Z?" Right. He can be like, like, "You know what? I just think that the overhead the overhead sound a little close to the cymbals or something like that." Yeah, exactly. Which like kind of makes sense to me, but makes total sense to you in the moment. Right. Like like, you probably wouldn't. You would say like, "Well, the cymbals sound a little weird." Right. It's a little too bright in the. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. Splashy. And the other thing about those guys is that they had all their sounds totally dialed. Like they knew exactly. It's like it'll sound like this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that record was super fun, and uh, still, when I listen to it now, I'm like, man, this just came out perfect. It's why don't we uh, listen to a song from that record right now? Ooh, uh, I, can that's we listen to a professional segue, my friend? Uh, it's topical. <laughs> Here's a patron of wizardry.
Helms Lee with Pleasure Center off of the excellent new Sleepwalking Sailors record. What a fucking hell of a record that is. That was is. a dick. I missed them the other night. Sold out. Yeah, it is. I'm, 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 I, I ended up missing them, too. Did you go? I didn't. Dick. Did you go? Yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. Were they fucking I, amazing? I did not see their set. Oh. No. no. Because no. I went over to Submission to see Mutoid Man play. Mm-hmm. I, I will say at least at least we did get to, to uh, yeah we saw him a few we saw months him, ago yeah when we played with them in Seattle excellent. and I, they played all of this material that yeah. I had hadn't yet heard and I was like wow this it new, is, this it, new record's gonna destroy it is incredible live it really we've uh, played with them a few times in the last year or two and they've played a bunch of that new stuff and it is it's yeah it's phenomenal they're a remarkable band uh, and it's they kind of take no prisoners and they kind of like yeah they're great they just, I love love watching them play. Yeah, they're 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 pretty fantastic, and that's a uh, Sleepwalking Sailors album is available. I I highly suggest checking it out. I got the vinyl. I was actually gonna bring it over for you to borrow, and I forgot. I should really should just buy my own. Before that, we had Patreon Wizardry. I have, like this list of fucking records that I like. Conan was talking. Fucking fuck off with your who we played. Let me tell you about my <laughs> list of records. <laughs> Feels good, right? It was. It was really satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Finished now. <laughs> No, don't. <laughs> Before that, we had a cartographer with Patron of Wizardry off of the record Hats, Capes, and Dark Arts. Since it's Ben's birthday, uh, the time oh, of this taping, happy right. birthday, birthday, Ben. Ben, will not, in this timeline. You will not, <laughs> you will not get birthday. this in time for your actual birthday. Sorry, son. Uh, One of my favorite people. Great dude. He was just at my house. He's a nice guy. I like that guy. And I ended up, even though I own that record on vinyl and CD and paid for it, like a good, you know, capitalistic American, I ended up buying it again because he was having a birthday party and I wanted to play that song and not do the stream. Because I hate playing streams because as, as the asshole has to produce the show, I'm like, I was like, oh, come on. Every time a stream comes on, because like, it's, you feel it. Yeah. Like, and I, I would never say I'm yeah. no audio engineer. Let's be clear about that. But when I produce the show, the noticeable difference of work I have to do to make that sound not awful, pretty much uh, a pretty big deal for me. Mm. So I bought that again for a second time. Mm. Nice. But I don't mind. It's going to Bunny. Happy birthday, Bun. Oh, there you go, Ben. You can have this $3 for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Spend, Spend it, it carefully. I hope, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the thousands of dollars of gear that you Get bought. yourself some new picks on that recording something. to uh, put it toward the musical To bring effort, to the yeah. world. And I could have just played the song on the Rove Comp because I have the Lossal version of that. It's really funny about that band because Ben always, when you talk to him about that band, he he he's almost apologetic about how easy it is for him. Oh yeah, oh, well you know it's just it's, it's sort. Of, I think he sort of feels like it's like people liking his joke band because he doesn't have to work very hard to write right. that stuff. I mean, it's not a joke band, but no. it is. Fun. Well, it's, and and and, it's, it's and I'm like Ben. Bathwater. He's been in for a while. Yeah, I'm like Ben. This is just you doing what you're awesome at. Like you, it doesn't have to be difficult. You and, know? and having seen the various iterations, of cartographer. You know, the, the one piece with the drum machine right, version. Right. Uh, the, the actually the original the original three piece version, which uh, you know, what, it, it's many changes over the years. The fact that you know the, these two guys that are amazing rhythm section that are playing with him that just are so locked in and and know how to play with. Each other. <laughs> Boy, he's looking right across at you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is awkward. I was just trying to like make a way. That didn't say, I, I was like, is there a way I can have this not sound sexual? I'm like, I don't just, think there's any way I can have this. This is not more sound about sexual. playing with yourself. <laughs> Fuck. 
But he could be saying we're terrible. No, please I, finish. I, I it's finish. No, it's noticeable, and, and, and it makes for yeah, it, it makes for a a, a daunting entity in the best possible way, and that's kind of. I, th- nice I think see. the point that you were getting at, not to interrupt you and answer, <laughs> but Conan, that, Conan was talking. <laughs> yeah, but not really. It was kind of just wandering. Well, no, just to give credit where credit's due, Conan fucking mentioned it. <laughs> was it when he added those guys? It all clicked. Yes. Right. Like that was. It was like, yep. Thank you, Scott Evans. <laughs> That, that, I think that's where you were going. Right, and, and a totally. lot of it's- That's what he was going to say. Hey, you play in a band with someone for eight years as, as a drummer, like you learn, especially as, as the rhythm section, even when you move to doing guitar, like everything becomes instinctual. And, you know, Dre, having played with, with Chris as well, it carries over. And I think that that's, that's something that a lot of bands are losing sight of with this sort of culture of the new that's happening where, oh, it's there's all this emphasis, but I'm not talking about bands of of the sort that are played on this show. Or the, or the guests that we have on, but like the larger quote unquote indie rock world or whatever, everything is there's a lot of focus put on the new. Oh, and dad. So you, uh-uh. so you have. Oh, you kids on my lawn. So you have bands that become huge and they don't, maybe they've never even played a show together. And like they play a show live and it's fucking god awful. And it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thing that that's, as a culture, that's, that's a thing that you can do. Like you don't actually have to be good at being a band. <laughs> But that's that's popular. not a new phenomenon. No, it's not. But I think right. it's more pronounced now, and I think it happens in a shorter time frame because well, of it, the Well, it hype. might happen in a shorter time frame, and it may seem more pronounced because we have the internet to pronounce everything for us. But, I mean, I think you can point at lots of musical acts throughout history mm-hmm. that were pretty phony and very famous. And I think... The, make, I'm, I'm a jaded fuck, and who cares uh, what I think? Uh, the Masked Marauders were, were pretty good. I guess... the. My little stay posy moment here is just that <laughs> there's a lot of stuff on the internet, and the good part is there's lots of good stuff, and I just try there's, to not there's even. There's more. There's so much amazing stuff out there. You would never have to pay attention to any of the terrible. We stuff. We also live in like we were fortunate beings to live in the area. We do the Bay Area, where there's lots of that that shit right at our, our yep. fingertips. You know, like where we actually do have like we can go see a lot of shitty bands every night, or we can you know choose to go see a good band when like you know like we we don't even need the. Internet. I mean, I prefer no, shitty yeah. bands. <laughs> I know you've taken. Uh, do you have any white stuff. guys that maybe want to cover nothing but a G thing? Oh yeah, cool. I'm gonna go see them. You can see that. When's that? Area. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday uh, at the knockout. It's, it's, it's taco it, night. It's a Wednesday at one thirty a.m. It's a really good. Funk Dunkle opens. El Rio. Um, get a good bacon wrap. Are you there, God? It's me, Danzig. Is the actually the opening band, the first one. Wow. As as men with real life obligations and things, you manage to get out into the world. I would say a, a pretty fair oh. amount, and you make it like you have almost like I would characterize as the shellac style tactical strike thing of uh when, when you do your touring like you're looking at me like well, i think talking. shellac gets paid when they play so i don't know if it's exactly uh, sure. the same <laughs> but i guess major our style may trying. differ from theirs a little bit so we managed to to do a little bit of touring uh and play because you guys are not going out for six weeks at a time Let's no i, clear I, about I that, think right? i think we I don't think we would mind that, especially I think we've gotten to a point where my throat can handle that. So I think we would be okay with that. But no, we're not doing that. Two weeks max. And even that's pretty hard. And I don't think it's going to get any easier. I mean, everything is uh, is super challenging for us as far as schedule goes these days. And so we've ended right. up doing like a bunch of fly-ins and stuff like that. and Which are very, <laughs> yeah, very not cost ineffective. But yeah, we you know max the fun. It's a way to get to places, but it's yeah, it's not, it, it's not a not, way to make money. Yeah, I mean flying has gotten very expensive. Uh, I think when we we just did a couple, well, just just 
1973, <laughs> we recently did a couple shows in Portland and Seattle, or Portland and Bellingham, with Helmsley, and it was just going to be these two shows, and we were debating between driving and flying in. And I think the cost of driving all the way up to Portland mm. and Bellingham, it was basically almost the same as flying, actually, just with mm. you know, the two shows, because gas is also very expensive now. We hadn't noticed. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so it, no, it's not. It's not necessarily super cost effective, but you know, it's that or not play some of these shows. Well, it, it allows you to a, do the thing where you get to go to different it places. Is, it is. It comes down to that. It's like that or not play these shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the only way that we have been able to play on the East Coast is to fly there, and and in some cases, you're playing to folks that are like, wow, I want to see this band, but you know, like I. Yeah, like when are they, I, I would, I would hope so. Yes, in I, some and, cases. <laughs> no, but there, there's Here the idea. There, a lot of people, people that are not on two dudes on, in Chicago. People one that are Conan's go talking. Ahead, go ahead. No, no, please finish. Pe- people that are no, not. My, my, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Please. <laughs> people that are not on this side of, of that, and this the whole. Hey, we're playing a tour in these three places. Oh, come play this place. Come play that place. Come play that. And it's, it's like you, dude, you don't understand. So we're gonna be in Chicago, how this Milwaukee. Works. Uh, oh yeah, you just come to Kansas come, City. Come play Florida. Right, no, come play really Arkansas. Like, <laughs> so wait, are you complaining about people wanting you to come play shows? No, I, not at all. What I'm saying is, is that yeah. like, <laughs> no, like that sounds the, shitty. You're the flying tour. Well, like, we're like assholes. You're flying so. into fucking like. New York or something, court. and you're like, you're, you're. I guess I just prefer like if I announce a tour and there's dead silence. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if a everybody fart- sits still and maybe they won't. They'll just think it didn't go out. <laughs> as if a fart hey guys, erupted into an empty room. Just posting this tweet in case you didn't see our previous one because <laughs> it got zero likes oh, and zero comments. Yeah, just checking. Maybe Facebook is broken. The internet's been a little weird lately here. It's making me seem really unpopular. <laughs> God damn it. Just pay me in a little bit of social here? currency, please. Can I get some more likes over here? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Shannon Core. You give me some Bitcoins, Shannon, I'll get you some likes. What is driving as? I'm switching to Bitcoin. That's how I'm paying for gas these days. Sorry. How do, maybe, how do bands do that thing where they've got thousands and thousands and thousands of Twitter I, or Facebook? They're paying services to do that. Like yeah. you've been, I, and I'm not. I mean, there are bands legitimately that have bajillions yeah. of followers. But I've also seen there's this phenomenon where you have a a pretty young or recent band, but they've somehow got like twenty thousand, twenty five thousand yeah. Facebook followers or whatever. But then, like anytime they post anything, it has two likes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because That's gotta like, be. It's like yeah. botted or something. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'll have my friend Mike Davidson come in here and explain how you can hire people on the internet. To yeah, I'm asking else. for a friend, by the way. This is... <laughs> well, it's weird. I've got. Uh, I've I have got... a friend who manipulates you know, I, I don't social necessarily media. want to uh, answer your question, but I've got this expert who's going to come in and uh, check out your. He told a great story on a previous episode that I can't believe he had not told on this show the many other episodes he had before about a it was like a song contest. We don't need to revisit that. Yeah, Devotees yeah. will notice this in the last episode. Anyway, I had a friend who it was in a contest and he just hired people overseas. Like like oh, we'll just you know oh, it's like, like it's like a thing that and he devote apparently knew about it. And you're like, like oh it's clickers. a thing. Yeah, like yeah, I'll just I'll just hire a bunch bunch of fucking like people and he says India like like because he was dealing with <laughs> he was because he had those were the people. It just he means a liked India with, like, though. I mean, there's no like he actually was. 
talking to people. It's like uh, some kid in India. Like, like okay, yeah, me and my friends are gonna like like get on there. Like, some did it work? Yeah, it worked. He won the contest. He just posted a subject line that says, "But it's got to be like shit here. like that." You know, like, See, but, some, but I think what happens weird. Like, what I want to think back is back channels of the internet. What I want to think is that eventually someone listens to that and they're like, "The song is shitty." Like, yeah, you can't polish a turd. I mean, right? Like, you, really you know, can. I've never been. Even, like, I've tried multiple. <laughs> It's got a lot of uh, shit covered Sorry. rags. <laughs> I've I've never been able to explain why we have I'm marginally <laughs> like our in our in our alter ego, we have marginally more uh, Twitter followers than we do Facebook because we don't ever pay the slightest bit of fucking attention to Twitter because it's not a thing we're interested in. You know what I realized? It's kinda gross to sit around and talk about social media it stuff. It really is. Let's yeah. not. Next question. Can I get some more likes over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that's, that's the next that question. That provides a lot of closure. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna give what? a little slow clap to Scott for saving us from a yeah. Just, it's a podcast but the thing about, that I like saving, about saving us from Pinterest the thing that you took us down. Fucking social media shit. A podcast about bands on social. God fuck. What hole did we fucking step through? This is on you. No, you did it. Evan. So answering the question, when people actually want to see you play, and you put out a post, and there's you know all these people, hey, you know, like I come play. Little Rock, come play, you know, here, come play that. And there's these, like, responses that are not rooted in reality of, of what it takes to be a band. Like, I mean, it's, it's got to be, when you have that level of interest, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Like, you have people, like, want to see this music played live. But as far as, like, mitigating that that interest level versus, okay, how can we make this work as grown-ass men with real-life responsibilities? Like, well, how- so one thing is I think that, People in bands think it's important that people who aren't in bands understand what it's like to be in a band. <laughs> and that's true. You know, that in fact Fuck. is <laughs> not true. That in fact is not the case. Like, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's that important that someone know. Well, I might as well roll up the carpet here. You can't stop yeah, the signal because we're like, <laughs> it's one of, again, yeah, it's, it's back to much, that thing I said earlier. Like, the death knoll to you, of like, our you're, show. you're not really going to understand. Yeah. One of the funny things like, about. I wanted to talk a little bit about social media, and this is a good time. I <laughs> uh, shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. One of the funny things that I found about the modern, you know, you know how like Twitter and all that was supposed to kind of like save us by connecting us more closely yeah. with yeah. the artists that we loved <laughs> right, and all right. that. Well, what I found is that I don't really want to know too much. <laughs> you know, like like I I actually prefer, like I don't want to see. 15 posts from every day of your tour or every day you're in the studio or yeah yeah, i'm the same way i mean like pick interesting things like you know i pick make it interesting whatever keep just constant bombardment does not make me feel closer it It actually it makes me want it makes me put up the the other way around yeah i I mean it's it's distasteful somehow you guys have your conversation we're just doing a show over here (laughs) well so, you know, and I think that is similar to the phenomenon that I'm talking about where, or that you were talking about where, like, you guys don't know what it's like to be in a band, you know, like, no, you don't. And that's, and that's, fine. that's good for you. It's yeah. kind of shitty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would anyone want to know that? Uh, <laughs> so what, what, what sorry, I'm trying to Sorry, let me slow clap that. <laughs> anyway, what I've tried to do in those situations is, I'm talking, is say... <laughs> Is just be honest. Like, look, here's the deal. We have jobs, you know, and we're sure. we're, we're doing our best, and you know, we'll get there if and when jobs. we can. Uh, if not, you know, 
It's only a seven-hour drive from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta or whatever. Wait, wait, you know. hold on a second, hold on a second. So you guys got day jobs? Was that Shannon That's also? Thing. That's also mm. Shannon, yeah. Oh, yeah. The quotable Shannon Core. That was his reaction to our podcast. Yeah, you know, we we basically do just like you guys, right? We do the best we do and we play as much as we can without sure. getting fired or <laughs> getting divorced <laughs> or whatever. And no, these are real-ass concerns, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what we do, you know. So you're not doing the 21-year-old punk rocker thing anymore, huh? Mm, grew up. I mean, I, I have friends who are in full-time bands who are, you know. Yeah, going forward in the way that. The way you can as a younger person with less responsibilities. To I, have, that not that. I have 40-year-old friends who are in full-time bands. I sure. mean, yeah. th- th- those people exist. Uh, <laughs> do they, Scott Evans? Do they? Those are real people, just like us. Except they're not just like us. Do they brush their teeth, though? I, what? You guys have heard of a little band called Dream Theater? Fuck. God, that drummer's phenomenal, man. That guy, Mike, do you, do you see, he just... He's not in their band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Ira and the douche. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new band he's drumming for. Dream Theater went to my high school. Really? really? Are you fucking Fuck. kidding me? All right, yeah. now this is the exact moment we were talking in, in in one of the breaks about like one of my favorite parts about the show is when you just get weird obtuse shit that would never come out. Like if we were doing an email interview and you just wrote all the questions and sent them to me, you yeah, never, I never, nothing, no idea. nothing like this. That never would have come up. So, but I, I want to hear, I want to hear more about how far, this. like at the time that you were. So in we're probably just like going to delete years, everything years before, before this. <laughs> 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 Uh, they were a few years, they are a few years older than me. In a way, uh, those guys were, when I was in high school, they were their younger brothers and they, they were, those guys were like heroes, right, to us because they were like in a, you know. Well, they're that doing was good. That they're was out. like looking for the time to ask the question. Was it, it was a time when people were like, oh man, Dream Theater went here and it was. Yeah, it was, I mean like a band right. making it, quote unquote, back when <laughs> right. I was 16 or 15, like that w- was like. Which was two years ago for devotees. Yeah. Uh, was unthinkable, right? It was totally like, like, yeah, I don't know, being in a Hollywood movie or something, yeah, yeah. and winning the lottery, whatever. Yeah. So, figure. so as like you know, young dorks who played in bands and stuff, we looked at those guys and it was like, whoa. And they actually like the that progressive metal thing back then. That actually had a huge influence on me and like I think my entire high school or a lot of us, like all the music nerds. You know, we were all listening to all this crazy, super technical, like the other bands that were contemporaries of theirs. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah, yeah. and that you're, kept... you're into that scene, you know, like like so like for real. Even the like the the weird ones that nobody's heard of, you know, like yeah, and that like, carried oh, on yeah, for like, years, yeah. right? For Saga, people heard of Saga. They had videos, <laughs> did they? I only know them from the hilarious vinyl of which which is visual radio and i'm not going to yeah but to your point that's it, interesting like, like that psychotic actually, that waltz, actually is a thing you know? that like that, that like that happened like that they spawned like this like yeah i mean it was it was a little they were a local who knows, who knows how many other people like you of uh, contemporaries of yours that like are somewhere in the country like playing in some random fucking band yeah i like, i mean it was definitely like that. local band made good and you know, all the people that were a little younger were like, whoa, I wish I could be playing a sold-out Sundance show or whatever. Exactly. You know? Right, yeah. And, uh, and, and so that, you know, I listened to a lot of music like that for a long time, and it really, I think, was being surrounded by those guys. And I'm not, huh, I'm not apologetic. Hmm. Hmm. 
No. Own it, man. Sorry, I'm not Own sorry. That shit. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Tweet that, bitch. Okay, now now I'm a little sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to a certain degree, I mean, th- th- they've made yeah. a culture impact to the point that, like, some dickhead, just one-third of this fucking internet interview show has a fucking drop that references you know, like, them. I mean, how they, many they mathletes quit even... because those guys freaking made it? Mathletes. <laughs> how many mathletes? Yeah, how many mathletes quit because those like guys athlete made it? athlete plus math? I'm going to this high school and where Dream Theater made it from. Fuck oh, it. I see what you're saying. Okay. Come on, guys. Do I, 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 I don't think that. My joke? I don't it's think that really happened. Funny. I don't know. No. Unless, <laughs> uh, maybe... I would say delete Yeah, that. I mean, I, and I don't think at the time, like, watching them, you know, when we were like, oh, they're blowing up. I don't think anyone would have thought that 750 years later, as it is now, <laughs> that, you know, they would be sort of a semi-household name. Yeah, and like pe- this... People know who the fuck Dream Theater well, is. Yeah. yeah. But they definitely do. Huh. Well played, mm. DT. Well played, Didn't expect indeed. to talk about that, did I did you? not expect no. that. I really didn't. Wow. <laughs> well, we might just have we a dig new deep Dream here. Theater That's drop. The... That's what it's a signal. That's what long form podcasting is all about. Yeah, I mean, and uh, is wearing you down to the <laughs> to, to their credit to, to your most absurd stories. To their credit, they are making livings as musicians. Hell, hell yeah. yeah! Which yeah, who can complain about that? Who can complain about this? Evan, Evan well, but he complains about everything. So. <laughs> oh, I had a good sag, but <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. You had a good, you had, you had Who can complain s- about what? hearing uh, the new Hurry Up Shotgun EP? Here's uh, here's I a song from that, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, We're doing a show. Shotgun, uh, where? This is a. <laughs> Fuck. Play it. What's the name of the song? What is this?
up Shaka in there. Dude, put your put your with some cans speed bath. Put your cans back on. Be mega waste. <laughs> Be professional. Come on. <laughs> Do this wow. for real. I realize there's some hot nonsense after the end of that, like some like you know number nine, number nine level like stuff at the end. Um, so I was not wow. adequately oh, prepared to, on that. Yeah, way to. Uh, I can keep it going comp- if you want to compromise their Bambo. artistic vision. Hey, let's listen to it again. Listen, listen. Bambo. 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 Oh, right. This. Bambo. 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 Guys, I'm freaking out. Abadabba can lick him. Bambo. So there you go. That's a <laughs> shotgun with speed bath mega waste off of. <laughs> it <sighs> abracadabra ham lincoln the where's their practice space that, that where they uh, recorded the that? old the old town wave um, oh, those rooms are pretty big have tall ceilings et yeah cetera. it's a track recorded by the talented and delightful toshi kasai i saw austin today good game <laughs> <laughs> hell of a story <laughs> I, okay, you want more <laughs> shit? I danced for his daughter. Like they came to the restaurant. Jesus, uh, you danced really for dollars. Danced for his daughter because <laughs> I'm a waiter. So I like hey 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 and like you know, it was uh, no sorry never mind. I'm what kind t- of an establishment is this? I really is. I guess that's sorry. You made me realize what can, I just said. Can we get a Damn. free meal out of all the plugs that we shit. give that place? <laughs> Probably not. But you get a cool. discount. Don't, don't talk yeah, shit. I get discounts. Right? Don't be a dick. <laughs> it's it's hard. Have your brunch served by a dancing drummer. No, nope, I'm you good. Know, you know, it sucks is the times when I'm like buzzed and I run into like people like, hey, look, it's a singing and dancing waiter, and like with their kids, and you're like, hey, I'm, drunk. <laughs> I'm wasted. I'm just buying groceries right now, and I'm getting the fuck out of here now. Shit. It's like being a teacher <laughs> in a weird way. It was like totally fucking like a daycare. But like service, the drummer the first version half of a teacher. Yeah, a lot in a lot of ways. Actually, we have a, a friend who lives in uh, Dubuque, Iowa, who like serves kids their lunch, works in the, as a cook, like in the restaurant for like an elementary school, and he's like one of those like ridiculous. Super, That's like, a cafeteria, not a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? A what? No, no, tell me again. Wait, and what you is said this? you weren't gonna come up with anything funny. That's great. That's a material, man. <laughs> One more time. Somehow, what, one more time. Somehow, what was it? For whatever what you, reason, I was just gonna let it float. Like I heard it, and I'm like, it's like a "Fucking restaurant, dude." <laughs> oh, Timmy, Fuck. where would you like to dine Fuck. today? <laughs> like, let's go to the elementary school. <laughs> Maybe pick up some Salisbury steak. Oh, I've got really- a few lunch tickets. Maybe we can get fucking. Like- <laughs> they have really good ribs here. No, it's a hot lunch. They're hot lunch tickets. It's a hot no, lunch. I know the decor is not all that. <laughs> Fuck. The company leaves something to be desired with the screaming anyway, and whatever, but but it's very much the it, what you made. Oh, me their think chocolate of. milk is so chilled. <laughs> and have you tried the meatloaf? <laughs> no, it comes out of a pan, like a huge pan. Yeah, they, you get your perfect. So the lunch lady's it's got a hairnet great. and everything. It's great. <laughs> Which in this case, a lunch lady. Would I'm be sorry. Ryan Warner. I'm, I'm not talking. I'm sorry, no, Conan, sorry, please, no. no. Well, I mean, take, I'm sorry make, for make you. A point, but... Make a point, please, out of what the bullshit that just came out of my mouth. Hashtag. Oh, I didn't see you there. Anyway, this dude is like that, that serves this little fucking elementary cafeteria is like most fucking rock and roll dude ever. And like I, you just made me think it's like oh man, like yeah, it's like that. Like I'm doing a service, man. Like I'm doing these these little like I was complaining about all the kids that come in, but I'm doing those bitches a service. You know, like I'm you know. Yeah. So you're still complaining about them though. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. This will reinforce my point <laughs> about kids. <laughs> Thank being you, bitches. Ryan, for helping me out. But there's no help. Ah. <laughs> uh... 
So, Scott, hey, thanks for hi. coming in. I was just, uh, you know, I was about to say that's the uh, that's the wrap up. Uh, yeah, right it now. feels like the grip. Oh, up, the grip. oh I recognized it. The t- Conan's tired of this shit. He's <laughs> like, All right, I'm done. He looked right at me when he made that sound. <laughs> like, he was apologizing for me and Evan at that point. The whole time, like off camera, like I've been apologizing for those guys. Evan, what's Evan been doing? Evan's been. <laughs> I've just been here watching the, so- the soft the grasp of lucidity. <laughs> <loosen>. <laughs> It's a great Dream Theater record. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> it's an EP, to be fair. Some really nice flute work on it. Um, but yeah, on that note, thanks for being with us, Scott. <laughs> Scott, thank you very much for thank you. No, this, this has been what, wonderful. What, what, me. These guys will have put you up there. And for, I'm sorry it took so long. Yeah, to, it's. To I, to I was it just about to say that, and part of that's on us as well. We we for devotees may notice that we actually mm. try to do this multiple times over, and it, it's whatever reason it didn't, it didn't work out. I don't know because I bitched about it to them first. I'm like, ah, uh, oh, we can't fucking. Uh, somebody might get Steve Albini instead. Cancel Evan. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that is a real thing that happened. But I'm, I'm glad we have got you in because it's great talking to you. I think uh, we got some cool stuff. We got some uh, some stuff to. Yeah, chew I'm on. sorry, I'm not more interesting. Got some stuff. Fascinating. Some stuff. I was going to wait till we turn yeah. the mics down and bring that up. But if you want to talk about it now, uh, believe me, I live with it every day. If uh, you're looking for more Kowloon Walt City stuff, it's in the Walt City dot com. com. Yep. Anti Sleep recording yep. is uh, anti sleep dot org. Dot com. <coughs> is that a com too? Okay. Yeah. It's for the script. Dot co dot UK <laughs> dot US. Pretty much. Dot gov. Go dot com with my TLDs. That's oh. top level domain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I was about to ask, but thank you. Yeah. I don't. Um what else? What else? What else? What else? Can't stop the signal.net. We're on iTunes. These guys know. Signal pod. Signal pod at Twitter. We're on Facebook if you must. But I must. Stitcher Radio. If you're a gentrifier. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. You're a filthy gentrifier. I'm fucking taking over my town. Any 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 closing? Used to be Words cool here. to the uh, the world at large, Mr. Evans. I I can't. I've <clears throat> you couldn't. I've possibly. given all I could give. Wow. I mean, he's those been, are really my closing words. <laughs> he's been good. laid threadbare. Yeah. I'm gonna go good, lay in traffic. <laughs> 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 Laugh it up. <laughs> we will and on that note here's Turk Taylor and Jones by Colin Walt City thanks for listening thank you
look, guys, we need to make some brainy rock music here. <laughs> <laughs>